It's like playing Madden, like, but in Madden. Wingstop, 20-piece. See, he drums only. This team on flats. Stafford's been the best quarterback I've played with. Um, the guy can flat out play. Man, I can always do work, bro. I can always do work. Y'all know what I am. Round six, pick 200. I can always get work. Welcome to week 17. We're going to switch it up a little bit, not totally go through all of the games because most of them are meaningless. But let's talk about you know, this AFC. I think the most interesting thing of week 17 is this six seed in the AFC. So right now it is held by the Tennessee Titans. Uh, it's pretty simple for them. They beat the Houston Texans in Houston. Uh, they win, and they uh, they will get the sixth seed in the AFC. So Houston at this moment isn't uh, planning on sitting anybody. You don't know what they're going to do at halftime. But also, if you're Houston too, I think a little bit is, if you can beat a team like Tennessee, a much lesser team is more likely to get into the playoffs too, which you're already locked into. So I feel like there is some strategy there. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if they would, ever, they would ever play whoever would make it, but it would be the Steelers or the Raiders. So you you would probably rather just see one of those teams in the playoffs at all, just in case something crazy happened. I don't know. I I, I think I'm going to pick the Titans, although they've been a little bit underwhelming the last two weeks. They've had games against the Texans and the Saints, and they've just kind of clearly been outclassed in both of those games. I don't know if the shine is quite off Ryan Tannehill. He made a couple good throws in the Saints game, and they were – in it for a little bit, but the defense, too, just kind of got picked apart by Breeze. And mm-hmm. Saints kind of are on a roll, too, ever since that San Francisco game. I know it was a close loss, but their offense was crazy good in that game as well. So uh, I, I'm not sure. It's good. I think it's going to be really close. I'm going to go with the Titans just because I think they have way more to play for than the than the Texans do. But that's yeah. just me. I think similar to, uh, to what we saw last week with Philly and Dallas, you're just going to see a Tennessee team that wants it more. Um, I think the Houston Texans are a better football team. I think Tennessee's caught, obviously, since Tannehill's come in and played, they've been a, a significantly better team. Um, and I think they definitely, they're, the, they're most, as much as I love the Steelers, with the, with the way last week went, I think Tennessee's the most deserved team to make the playoffs out of them, uh, Pittsburgh and Oakland. So I'm going to go with the Titans kind of by, I, I am a little uncomfortable picking the Titans because I think Houston should have their mindset to win this game at home against a division rival. You always want to knock the division rivals out of the playoffs, keep those rival rivalries rich, and just win as many games you possibly can. You never know. I mean, I know that the season's essentially over, but the Chargers could end up beating the Chiefs tomorrow, and you could see Houston maybe move up to the third seed. So you never know with that stuff. Um, you want to play your guys. But I'm going to go with Tennessee just by the, the nature of the how the second half of their season has gone. And for the most part, they've prevailed when they needed to. Um, they're going to rely on Tannehill, and, and they're going to split that season series with Houston, I think, and end up securing that sixth spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys, too. i got to go with Tennessee just for the same reasons that you were talking about. A lot of it has to do with I just really want to see Tennessee in the playoffs. I really want to see that rematch against Kansas City. Uh, you know, Tennessee, as you alluded to, Lee, their, their offense has been much more live since they got Tannehill. A.J. Brown has been a complete monster. Uh, they have a, a legitimate vertical passing attack. Uh, and then, I mean, the, ga- the game last week against New Orleans, you can make an argument that, you know, due to the precedent that they did with head contact, when, uh, you know, whatever his name is, number 14, 
got knocked out. It was a clean play. It was Tajay, wasn't it? No, it was the guy that that that. Uh, I, I'm just saying, I, I'm I was kind of surprised they didn't call a targeting on that. Um, well, it was one of those things where it wasn't like the Saints really forced the fumble. They, I mean, the the player, the safety led with his shoulder. I thought it was, you know, mm-hmm. it was a clean play, just where the shoulder hit the head and the guy got, you know, clearly knocked unconscious and, and lost the football. So it wasn't necessarily as much of a good play on the defense mm-hmm. as this kind of a. A freak bang. circumstance that you don't really like to see, but you're right. They were driving down the field, so this team definitely has you know, a little extra in them. And I was going to say, this is kind of eerily reminiscent of two years ago when the Ravens played the Bengals and the Bills got in, and, and yeah. I kind of wanted the Ravens to get in because they were the more legit, quote-unquote, team, and the Bills were a little fraudulent with Tyrod yeah. Taylor. Uh, and the Bengals, uh, I actually watched something last night. It was some you know old video. Uh, the, the Bengals led literally a, a minute-left drive. Tyler Boyd caught a touchdown and sent the Bills to the playoffs. So... Uh, you Probably know the what, best moment in, in Bengals the past decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a, that, that 2015 year, they had a pretty sick team. But, yeah, they've always uh, – and Andy Luck had something to say. Or I don't know if it was Luck. Uh, I forget. But either way, I, my main takeaway is I really want to see Tennessee in the playoffs. Um, I guess Pittsburgh would be the second team I want to see in the playoffs just because of their defensive pedigree. But their offense is just so underwhelming and dead that they're just kind of a worse v- version JT of the Bills. Barrett. He's, he's on signed the, JT, signed JT. Barrett. JT oh, Barrett out there. And uh, so, yeah, they would be second in my hierarchy. And then the Raiders, I just think, are completely dead. I really would not like to see them. Or, I guess, the Colts. The Colts are the, are the fourth, you know. They can't um, even The Colts are out. Oh, the Colts are out. Okay. So, yeah, I really just – this comes down. I want to see Tennessee, Kansas City, and I want to see Buffalo, Houston. So, I'm pulling for Tennessee hard this weekend. So, let's go to that Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. Steelers have a chance just because RG3 is playing uh, – so we'll see. That defense, I think, is at the pitch like ten points mm-hmm. uh, to kind of take take this one and give it up for the offense. Duck Hodges is supposed to be starting. The Steelers also signed Paxton Lynch, so don't be shocked if he gets put in at halftime just to provide anything you know, to to that offense. So we'll see. This is this is going to be uh, an interesting game. Big Ben tweeted out this week that he fully intends on on coming back next season. So. They're, I feel like the Steelers are going to be one of those teams. I mean, next year they're going to roll in with a great defense. They're going to use some of their second-round picks, maybe on a few more offensive weapons. And it'll be interesting to see where they go from here uh, with the quarterback. But, again, too, not to get too much into offseason talk, but there's a chance that there's a lot of quarterbacks out there in free agency that you know could could, could help your team. And to Absolutely. And see, see if they maybe go with one of those guys to, to back up Roethlisberger and to maybe bring him in after he's gone. And, I mean, Roethlisberger has not been reliable no. in terms of injuries uh, in any means. So, well, in, in that first game against New England, I mean, Clep, you were you were pounding the table a little bit for Roethlisberger this offseason, and we kind of saw, you know, I mean, he probably, I mean, it's hard to say he did. You would you'd like to think that he'd be an upgrade over Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges, but he, well, I mean, yeah, that's his completely first, dead. I mean, the, the Patriots have been one of the better defenses in the yeah. NFL, and that's his first game without. Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and in, in forever, so yeah, I, I think you have to cut a little bit of slack there. Obviously, True. it wasn't what you wanted to mm-hmm. see, but uh, yeah, I mean, he'll be an upgrade over whatever they've had this yeah. year. And I, I'll pick the Ravens just because I think they're overall a better team. And even without Mark Ingram, even without uh, Lamar, I feel like they'll be able to put up at least you know seventeen points. And I don't, I just don't. I think if they're up in the fourth quarter, I just don't trust. <laughs> Whoever's quarterbacking the Steelers at that point to, to make a drive and win it, yeah. especially in Baltimore, too. I'm going to be on the Steelers just by virtue of kind of going, going down with the ship, man. Yeah. Uh, they're the, I, I don't see this team making the playoffs, but at the same time, I don't, I don't see them uh, finishing their season with a three-game losing streak. I think that, you know, they played tough against the Bills, and then they dropped that last one at the Jets. 
Um, obviously, they know that they no longer control their destiny, but they're a, like we talked about with the Titans game. That's kind of a toss-up game. They're they're a divisional matchup going their way away from from uh, controlling their destiny. And uh, I think this is going to be a spot where the Steelers kind of rise to the occasion and uh, end up kind of beating a, a hampered Ravens team with RG3 and Gus Edwards being the in the backfield, leading the backfield for them. So I think it will definitely be a close game, but the Steelers will get a little bit of that revenge for, for that first overtime game earlier in the year um, and uh, put themselves in position to maybe make the playoffs. Yeah, and I mentioned it last uh, last week with the Ravens. I was kind of surprised because Harbaugh in, in the press conference, uh, whoever they played a week or two ago, uh, you know, or last week before Pittsburgh, it kind of sounded like he really valued this game a lot against the Steelers. This the AFC North, the, the you know the rivalries run deep, and I was kind of surprised that you know they're going to have Lamar's going to have three weeks off uh, basically uh, before his his next game. Same or, with Ingram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ingram's at, he, he, Ingram's hurt, so I was just kind of surprised that um, that they weren't going to play Lamar for at least a half. But either way, I got to go with the Ravens too, just because even with the slight down or the you know the big downgrade, I guess that RG three would be the Ravens defense. Uh, I mean, this team is just firing off at such a high clip. They're going to want to beat the Steelers and end their dream. So I like a low scoring uh, one possession Ravens win. I, I trust the I trust Harbaugh to, to have good practices and yeah. stuff in place to to make it so it doesn't get too lackadaisical around there. I think that team is is really focused and, and together. So I don't. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't put much stock into anybody. Not that you're saying this time, mm-hmm. but anyone that would say like, "Oh, this is a mistake not to play Lamar because he's going to have so much time off," even though you know because he's a young quarterback. I don't think that this is that team's mentality that much. Uh, so I, I, I trust them to. Ravens are dogs. Wow. Make the right decision. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, they kind of got to be dogs. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I don't know. This is a game. Could be good, could be, could be a good thing to rip. No matter yeah. how, no matter how, whatever way you want to wrap it up, the, the Steelers are playing for way more at this point. Yep. The Ravens sure. literally win, loss, or draw. The nothing changes for the Baltimore Ravens as long as they are, get out there and stay healthy. Obviously, you want to win every week, but the Steelers are playing for their playoff lives. They're still, like I said, they're a Titans loss away from from achieving the playoffs, which is something that no one thought they'd be able to do. Yep. And the Steelers are playing for my bet. You know, the, the, the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tomlin are actually very close. We they're playing for that best. Speaking, so. I, I just want to say I, I like a classic Tommy teaser here of Ravens plus eight and, and under uh, forty three. Quick math, I like that. Um, let's go over to the Raiders Broncos game, and the the Raiders they're almost a team that it's like they had a prime chance to be locked into the six seed going into week seventeen, and they've just blown it down the stretch with losses to teams like the Jets. But last week they keep themselves alive with a win against the Chargers. What is the Chargers' record, by the way? Are they they have four wins. I think they have five. I think they have five wins. Yeah. Five and ten. Yeah. Five and ten. Good, good on us, by the way, for for calling that one. Just yep. you know, shout us out. We Not were, me. Yeah, but Lee and I jumped. I, I jumped ship. We, I was with Tommy, and I jumped yeah, to clap ship we, before we, the we, season. We jumped ship from the Chargers. <laughs> it was just done. And, uh, but you know what? I'm going to pick the Broncos here. I'm with you, Clep. Let's glad. go. Broncos I'm, Island, Rock, yeah. and the Broncos. Oh, oh man. Oh, I, mean, I mean, not to interrupt your analysis, Lee, but this, <laughs> this Raiders team is completely dead. The Broncos, uh, these teams are kind of trending in. in uh, How are they completely dead? With, I mean, Josh Jacobs is kind of their whole offense. Derek Carr. I, that wasn't the case last week. Well, all that I'm saying is DeAndre that... DeAndre helped me win the fantasy championship. DeAndre, DeAndre's been playing well. Their offense has been... I mean, their offense okay. has been pretty the good The Broncos' defense, I think, is a very stout unit. They've gotten better progressively throughout the year. They have a good... The Raiders, they match up well with the Raiders. I think the Raiders have weak receivers. The Broncos are, are pretty strong in the secondary. Um, and, and 
you know, Drew Locke, for all his faults, kind of has this, this Broncos offense humming a little bit. They're going up against another faulty defense after playing Detroit last week, going up against Oakland at home in Mile High. Get that um, lock train nice and hot and ready for next I season. I like it. The yeah. offseason. Get that lock train rolling. I was listening, uh, I was listening to some, a, a podcast, and the, these guys were talking about the Broncos be, being kind of the cons- one of the consensus darlings kind yeah. of going in like going the 49ers the were season. last year. Yeah, that yeah. The Broncos, they got their young quarterback. They're going to have a high pick. Yeah. Sudden. Um, some nice pieces on defense, and I, I can't wait to fade that train. But I gotta, I gotta ride with them today uh, or for this weekend. I might switch my pick because I don't like that we're on, uh, we're all on the same team. But I, but organically, I'm on the Broncos in this game. They're at home, Fangio, and I will say Lock. Even in these positions, man, where the Broncos in general just get overlooked, they usually come out with a big chip on their shoulder. They got a good defense. It's the games in Denver. Teams, you know, I know it's. It's week 17. You're getting close to the end of the year. You got that altitude to deal with, um, and you know you got you're going up against a good defense. So I know the Raiders definitely have a little bit more to play for, but I like the Broncos at home in this spot. What's the line? What's the line on uh, on this Broncos Raiders game? Do you know? The our, Broncos are three point favorites, I believe. The Broncos are favorites. Okay, yes. oh, three wow. and a half point favorites. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I, I think it should be interesting and. Um, and yeah, I guess it makes sense that they're a three and a half. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Broncos for now, but. I might be switching my pick come game time. <laughs> uh, let's just go over to the NFC where things are all locked in and pretty much in terms of who's going to make it. Now, things could still change in the NFC East with an Eagles loss against the Giants and then a Cowboys win against the Redskins. Anything can happen you know, in the NFC, but I think we're all going to pick the Eagles. Although, I will say, you know, the, the Dan, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley played really, really well last week. So... Who knows? It's the NFC East. I don't think the the Eagles are going to be, you know, coming into that one thinking that they have it in the bag by any means. I think they're going to come in focused and and ready to go. So I'll pick the Eagles. And then, I mean, I would pick the Cowboys to beat the Redskins as well. But you don't really ever know until these things kick off. But it's going to be an interesting one. Go Skins. Yeah. Go Packers. Yep. Lions second pick. Lions second pick. I mean, that would really be something. Um I, yeah, I, I'm going with the Eagles here. I'm scared about this game. As someone who's been a kind of yeah. honorary Eagles supporter <laughs> since like week eight, I think, or maybe week nine, uh, I'm definitely scared of this game. This this one screams a, a 17 to 14 Giants win, or maybe like yeah. 24 to 14 well, Giants win. Like it's snowing. As and you know, so I just I I, I don't I'm not going to bet on this game. My heart is is kind of telling me to pick the Giants, honestly. That they're gonna that the Eagles are gonna completely shat the bed, <laughs> like we kind of all thought they would, for to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, you gotta just put all that weight. Although it might be too much, Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson, Zach Ertz, I think they can handle it. I think they can win one more game against an inferior team to finally cement themselves in the playoffs. They know darn well how big that Cowboys win was last week, but I think they all know very well and clear that. This game means just as much, so yep. they got to go out and win that game, and then they can uh, get that get that week off and, and get a home playoff game. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got everything in front of them, and, and and they definitely should win this football game. But it's been kind of a reoccurring theme this year that when the Eagles should win a football game, they don't they don't always follow suit. Yeah, I completely agree. If they come to play, they, they should win relatively comfortably. But as we saw last week, this Giants offense is kind of live. Saquon is you know hitting. His, his last season form, just being the elite running back that he is. And, and Daniel Jones is, is playing some good football as well. They got some nice receiving options out there. And this, this Eagles defense has been a really disappointing unit all year. So they're going to have to have you know a similar effort that they did against the Cowboys because 
I think the Giants have the pieces to to score on this Eagles defense, and it's just going to come back to, you know, what we saw in that Monday night game with Eli Manning kind of being a dead arm and being a dead dead quarterback, kind of letting the Eagles. It just seemed like in the you know the fourth quarter and overtime of that game, the Eagles turned it on and were like, okay, we we need to win now, and they, and they just kind of seamlessly drive drove the football down the field. So they're going to need a, a full effort from that. Uh, being a Cowboys fan, I hope that the Eagles win. I don't want the Cowboys to get in. They don't deserve to be rewarded for the performance last week and the performance all year. Um, so I'm I'm on the Eagles. They uh, they deserve to be a playoff team this year. And and also for our, from our betting preview, my my one bet lock was the Eagles to make the playoffs. If I had to bet all of my bankroll on one <laughs> bet, it was it was minus two hundred Eagles to make playoffs. So it just shows you where I was at in August. Have you guys gone through that podcast, reviewed it? See I, I don't want to go through it. I've I, know, I know I was bad. I was pretty good. I was heavy on the Lions and heavy on the Cardinals and the Falcons. So Other, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to – I think that you can revisit that solo. I don't want to I don't want to go back. And, no, we're, I don't want to face, 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 face the music. I don't want to face the music. We've got some nice ones. I've got uh, – I will, we'll, we'll save it. But I, I had, had like Patricia, Coach of the Year. It was, it was I bad. Had, it was bad. You had Tomlin, Coach of the Year too, though. Yeah, I bet on Tomlin and Zimmer, Coach of the Year. But yeah. Yeah, and those are, I think those are solid bets, but yeah. Shanahan's running away with it, kind of, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, Do you think uh, Shermer and Gettleman are back? No. Shermer's gone, Gettleman stays. I think both of them should be gone. Yeah, I think Gettleman I think should both. be gone, well, too. What should happen doesn't always happen. Yeah. As we Shermer, Shermer, <laughs> Shermer's in DLA. He's dead on arrival. I mean, he's just... Clep, you were on from the, from the start with Shermer. He's just a... Just doesn't inspire any confidence in, in anything. Let's uh, go to well, thank you. <laughs> Let's go to the best game of the week, and that's the 49ers at the Seahawks. Upset special, baby. Give me Seattle. Oh God, I'm with you, Clap. Oh God, Give the homeboys. Everyone's bending against them. Yeah. Oh, bad loss against the Cardinals. Here yeah. come the big bad 49ers. I will. Seahawks say, have man. a lot to play for here. They get a home playoff game. I think honestly, the Seahawks team is is a good team, but they do have holes in pretty big places, and if they don't get a home playoff game, I think their chances to advance to a game like the NFC Championship would be well, very much hampered by by starting out on the road. They've also, I mean, this year, they've been much better on the road, if I if I remember correctly. I feel like they, they lost at home to Baltimore. They lost, I feel like they've got a couple wins on the road. Obviously, the, the advantage that they have there from the for the past 10 years has been great. Um, Lee, do you want to say your Seattle piece before? Yeah, I mean, I think that the Seahawks, it's like uh, my one of my biggest regrets of the year was not just taking the Cardinals straight up last week. That was a game where I really genuinely saw that happening. I was like, this is – I was thinking I was having the survival flashbacks where I was like, this is the classic late Cardinals-Seahawks game where it just looks so like easily the Seahawks are going to sleepwalk through it and they have so much trouble moving the ball. It's a low-scoring game. It's kind of funky. Um and this is a the Seahawks are a classic bounce back team. You got the locker room's definitely juiced. Marshawn's back in the building. Uh, still a really well coached team. I think the 49ers are going to come in. These, this is a playoff game essentially. These teams are it's a it's a round robin playoff game. They both clinched, but they're playing for position and they're playing to not have a road game um, right off the bat. So I like the Seahawks to prevail. With uh, ultimately, I think the better quarterbacking is going to get them to the to the W this week. I think that that Russell Wilson's going to have a huge bounce back week after a. Pretty pretty awful week last week against Arizona. So I, I'm going with Seattle at home. Yeah, it's going to have to be the quarterbacking man because I just, San Francisco has an edge in, in every other uh, category. I think I think defensively, despite the fact that they've, they've dealt with some injuries, it's kind of their play has dropped off in the in the second half of the season. But for me, mostly it comes down to coaching. I'm much more comfortable putting my game in Kyle Shanahan's hands uh, than Pete Carroll. 
Um, I think we've we've kind of seen that Seattle Seattle has started to play a little bit worse too in the, in the second half of the year too. Russell Wilson hasn't been able to capture some of the magic that he had in the in the first half of the season. And to me, it really just comes down to to Jimmy G. And the only way that I see uh, you know Seattle winning is is Russell Wilson having you know putting the team on his back, which he 100% is capable of. But just from uh, me breaking down the game, I just have to go with. Uh, the better coach, the better uh, defense, and and, and and an offense in San Francisco that surely can put up points and is very creative. And Kyle Shanahan finds ways to, you know, make things easy for Jimmy Garoppolo and, and make things e- easy for this offense. So I'm with San Francisco. Yeah, so, I mean, it should be a really exciting Week 17. If, if San Francisco wins, they get the one yeah, seed, if, right? if San Francisco wins, they get the, the one seed. I mean, the Green Bay, New Orleans, all those teams, I think does Seattle have an outside shot at it? I don't think so, but... Um, I think they need maybe the they, Lions they would need the Lions to beat the the Packers and so or the Panthers, or, or the, yeah. or the Panthers to beat the Saints. So I, I said it off. I said it off air before we started. I, I really like Buffalo to beat Houston in the first round. I, I like that matchup a lot. That Buffalo defense going up against Deshaun Watson, and then you know on the other side, Josh Allen going up against a Houston defense that I think is is very vulnerable and in a dome. You know, I just I like that. I guess my point off that would be you you fire Bill O'Brien after that game if you don't if you don't win that game. Come on in, Byron. Come on, come on yeah. in. Yep. Uh, Byron needs one more year. Let 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 Tampa have another another. It'd be uh, one thing if Houston was in Buffalo. You're at home. You're in NRG. You got Watt back. You got a much better quarterback. You have a better football team. Yeah, they you, don't have a better, football, have a better team. football team. Yes, you do. Deshaun Watson makes it so that you have a better football team. They've played to a higher level than Buffalo has this year. They haven't been nearly as consistent, and their defense isn't as good. This is uh, we're just chopping it up. I love. I, I can't wait for the watch party though, Clip. Yeah. I genuinely yeah. think the Redskins are going to win that game. I hope so. I I, it'll be fun to have someone to root for. They I, I hope. Just I mean, I hope nothing for forever. So yeah. It'd be nice I hope to, they do. Be rooting for someone. Are you inviting them over to your house to watch? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You heard it on air. Everyone's welcome <laughs> to come over to Adams. Uh, House, we're gonna bleep out the address real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess my takeaways from the NFC: New Orleans, San Francisco. I guess we saw. I didn't. I didn't get to watch the Green Bay Minnesota game, which was really unfortunate. But uh, not much to see there. Yeah, I, I was really surprised that Minnesota didn't didn't win. Their um, O line was awful. Yeah, the old, it looked like they got beat in the trenches. And and I mean, Kirk didn't play well, man. Did, did Green Bay's offense was was Aaron, were they very live? Or yeah, I mean, was Rod, they were, they, they they were enough, fine, they man. They were fine. Did enough on uh, in a road divisional game. Against, yeah, you know, pretty good defense. Yeah. Minnesota, 10, Minnesota dominated the turnover battle. Yep, and they just they were playing with more juice. Minnesota Their defense, defense came Minnesota out. Minnesota defense got three turnovers yeah, in the first man. half, and they got ten points. They got out ten of points. It cool. all started with the original turnover on the yep. opening drive that and ended up being deep three territory points. And they just yeah, three and out and it's. And that's when you That's know. a type of stuff where Tommy, I do give you a little bit of credit for saying that these teams are fraudulent. It's not as much as they're fraudulent. It's more like it's the I don't trust the coaching. Yeah. I don't trust Pete Carroll right now on fourth and one on the on the other team's forty yard line, punting the football or taking a like he did in the Arizona game where you're taking a penalty and you're punting it. It's like you've got the best fourth down or third and short quarterback in the NFL. And Chris Carson going and up against got, an awful run defense in Arizona, too. Yeah, or, or Mike Zimmer where he says, it's like the stuff Warren Sharp tweets about, and I hate to rip it from him because I, I do agree with it, and I'm not just taking it from him. This is stuff that I've been saying, too, where, where Zimmer is saying going for it on fourth and one is, like, not worth it 90% of the time or whatever he said. It's yeah. one of the riskiest things he'll ever do is, like, go went for it that one time. And it's like sometimes you just have to go balls out. You have to be – Especially in a situation where you're the home team, prime time position, playing for the division, 
get, you know, be the aggressor. Go out there and, and, and try to put a lot of points up on the board early, especially against a team that gets off to early, you know, hot starts early. So we'll see. Shanahan's clearly been the savant kind of when it comes to situational stuff like that. So Well, that's kind of why, I mean, you got we'll Sean, Payton, Sean Payton and Kyle Shanahan in the NFC. Those are those are the two elite coaches in the in the playoffs. And I guess Doug I'm Peterson. getting 2017 Rams vibes a little bit from the Niners, though. Like, I, I really am. I am getting, like, the, I think they're, they're they're unbeatable in the regular season, and, and they're very well coached, and then they get on in the playoffs, and God forbid they lose to Seattle. They have to go to a road game in cold Philly against well, a hungry I, Philly team. I don't worry about that. They run the ball extremely well. They got right. I mean, that's eh, what it, eh, I, I think they, they haven't travel. had a consistent okay. running back. Rockwell hasn't been past uh, December. They no, got, he, hasn't. You know? he hasn't. They have a committee of backs. It's they, they depend on one of their backs to end up working. And right now, their bell cow has been Raheem Mostert, who's pretty good. But, but just, I don't know if they can continue to ride him like they have been riding him. And well, it's they're, they're not to really work. riding him. It's like it's a committee, as you said. They, it's well, he's been of, the one they've been riding. Yeah, Kevin Coleman hasn't done anything. Three weeks. And neither has Breida, really, the they, past three weeks. So what? Okay, in my playoff machine right now, I got Minnesota, New Orleans, and Seattle, Philly. You, who do you guys like in that? You like who do you think like in that mock playoff? Seattle and New Orleans. Seattle, New Orleans. I'd take Philly and New Orleans. Yeah. I'd take Philly. I think, I think New Orleans is, is a pick against Minnesota. I, I think Seattle-Philly would be a, a nice matchup. A I might rematch. take Minnesota in that game against <sighs> New Orleans, man. I might take Minnesota You're going to take game. Kirk Cousins over Breeze? Yeah. Kirk Cousins in, in the Dome? I might. No. I might. In that, that loud Mercedes. Wake up that curse right on over again. Hey. That digs, Chiefs Vikings. That digs curse. Chiefs Vikings, exactly. Uh, Lay, last time I checked. Or no, you still got it because you had Eagles Patriots. What? Preseason Super Bowl predictions. Well, my, my boys are still sweating. Last, my last minute Saints change. It was Saints Pats, and I changed it to uh, to Philly. Yeah, because you overthought it. Right. You overthought well, it. well I, I was clearly drinking the Philly Kool Aid. Yeah, I well, was on I was on New Orleans and Philly. Those are my two NFC guys and, and San Francisco. If Minnesota can get nice... one big win early. I think they can go on a run. But I, I, beating New Orleans would obviously be a very tough task. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely would be kind of a more emotional pick. But all right, final four. What do you guys want to see? Final four, like yeah. In the, in the, what do I want to see? Like after the the, the buy games, like you know, let's let's assume um, like San the championships or the or the, uh, the divisionals. You know, the, the game before the championship, after the wild card. I want to see Seattle, San Francisco. If that's the case, Seattle, San Francisco, Seattle, San Francisco. Yeah, in, in Minnesota, Green Bay. Not Green Bay, New Orleans. I'd love to see. I'd love to see two divisional matchups for the for the NFC crown. I'm not no slight to New Orleans. I'd love yeah. to see a New Orleans Green Bay or New Orleans San Francisco game. Is That'd this, be a lot of fun. Is this your Super Bowl bias kind of coming in? Or, or I'm just saying, what do you mean for Minnesota? Yeah, uh, I just like divisional games, man. Yeah. I mean, I just don't want either of the wild card teams to go to New England. <laughs> yeah, so I just want Kansas City to go to New England. Kansas City, New England, yep. and uh, you want Buffalo, Baltimore. I don't care. I don't, don't care. care. I I uh, I made a bet. With, I made a bet with Jack Maddie's dad that the before the season that the Patriots wouldn't advance to the AFC Championship game. Wow. And there's some uh, frozen Chicago pizzas that I'd have to ship over to Boston on that one. If not, um, Matt Fink and I are getting a, a fat pizza and wings dinner. Yeah, that's I, exciting stuff, yeah, man. That's yeah. that, that's a big yeah. <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah, I guess for me, I want I want SF. Uh, San Francisco, Seattle, or Philly. To, you know, I, I don't. I don't really. You know, I, I, I like SF against both of those teams, and then I would like Green Bay, Green Bay, New Orleans, and then Baltimore, Baltimore, Buffalo. I mean, I guess Houston would be great too. You got Deshaun Watson, and then Kansas City, New England. Give me that run good. back that Houston Baltimore game. Yeah, well, both of them, Buffalo and Houston, have already played Baltimore. Yeah, 
That's true. Houston got completely Houston, smacked. Because Houston got canned in that yeah. game. They, they, got, they got the floor wiped with them. And uh, mm-hmm. and I think they could come out. I, I mean, I, I don't think I'd pick Houston in that game. But I think they could come out off a win against Buffalo. They could come out with some juice. Um, maybe a sleepy first half from Baltimore. Who knows? But uh, maybe, hey, a, a low-key, uh, or no, I guess that's not possible. That'd be funny, though, if it was a Vrabel back in New England. Vrabel matchup in the AFC Championship or something like that. Yeah. That's the only way it could be possible. Good pod, boys. Yeah. Good pod. Go Pack. Go Skins. Go Skins. <laughs>